welcome to A Tale of Two Booksellers podcast. We're a bookseller duo from the north of England. Although, truth be told, one of us isn't a bookseller anymore. But that does not stop us talking all about books, especially YA. Hey guys, it's me, Fiona. And me, Kimmy. Today is the 15th of January and we are here to talk about our favourites of 2018. Yes, there were lots and lots and lots of really good books read in 2018. Oh yes. I can't wait to talk about them. Yes. So. And also, a happy belated new year. Oh yes, happy new year everybody. 2019, more books. <laughs> more books. We're already two weeks in. We're finally getting around to recording something. Yay! So we'll kick off the episode with our 2018 reading challenge and facts and info from Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start? Yeah, so. I can do. So I was hoping to read... 50 novels, um, well, novels and non-fiction, and then I had 50 manga and graphic novels as, like, two separate things, because I like to keep count of both, because I'm weird. In total, I read 108 books. I read 60-something manga and graphic novel, I can't remember off the top of my head, and I read 47 novels and non-fiction. It would have been 48 had I finished Notes on a Nervous Planet, but I didn't. (laughs) So close, though. So close. To be fair, I did really well, because, like, 2017 was 30. Yeah. Like, it's a big, big difference. And oh, I'm, you're reading her. I am massively. more than happy with <laughs> my reading for last year. More than happy. How did you do? My goal was to read 95 books, but I only actually read 89. That's so, still really good. Yeah. Though. I thought I would be disappointed, but I've actually, this is the first year that I've not completed my reading challenge and I've just been relatively chill about it, really. Yeah. I mean, mm. I've set my reading challenge for this year as the same because I didn't meet it, but yeah. it's kind of taken the pressure off myself. I'm reading that, more. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. it. This year I haven't set a, a challenge or a goal or anything. I'm logging everything in my bullet journal that I am reading, but I am not logging on Goodreads. I am not using the Goodreads challenge because I don't need that pressure <laughs> of it going, you are three books behind. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, I, yeah. don't, I don't need that in my life anymore. Like I'm trying to generally just live a bit more of a positive if I'm reading, I'm reading. If I'm not, I'm not. It's just what it is. Yeah. That is understandable. I'm still logging with Goodreads, but mainly just because I really like statistics. So at the end of the year, when it tells me all the statistics, I like you that. Do. Speaking Whereas, of statistics. <laughs> nope, yeah. Nice segue. <laughs> I read 29,286 pages over the 89 books, which is pretty impressive when you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And my longest book was 980 pages, Jeez. which was Kingdom of Ash by Sarah J Maas, which was a brick of a book. And Wait, does that mean that was bigger than Priory? Yep. Really? Yep. Oh. <laughs> huh. I assume Priory was the largest, but you would have read. Yeah, so did oh, I, yeah. but apparently not. I think it's only, I think there's about six pages in oh. it. So, <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I'm sure it's close to a thousand. Yeah. Um, I didn't write out how many pages it was, but the shortest book I read was Little Leaders, which was Black Women Through History. It's a children's book. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just really cute, yeah. illustrated, short book. But yeah. Good stuff. So I read 27,359 pages. But this doesn't include the four books that I didn't log on Goodreads last year that I don't know what they are. <laughs> so something like that. And then the shortest book I read was Giant Days Volume 5, which was 112 pages. And the longest book I read was Jemina, which was 659 pages. I forget how big that book is. Whenever I look yeah. at it, I'm like, it's not that big a book. And yeah. then I remember. Because <laughs> I remember, I think, oh, it's about 300 pages. And then I'm like flicking through going, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. Really no, not. It's not. Well, it's so. like when they when they first did Illuminate, the proofs of Illuminate 
are huge. And then the finished copies of Illuminae were tiny. And I was like, how? What is this magic? Well, the proof of Aurora Rising is thick. <laughs> thick boy. <laughs> um, but it has the same amount of pages as like one of the Illuminae books. So I think they're going to do the same where they somehow oh. like, squish it, it must, or whatever it must they just, do. It must just be the, the paper they use for proofs or something. It I don't know. Be, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, there you go. We like we like some good stats. Or at least Kimmy does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It satisfies some weird organisational thing. I don't know. Anyway, what were your favourite books of last year then? I am excited to hear. I have many. Yeah, we have a couple that appear on both of our lists, which I suppose yep. we should talk about first. Yes. So I think probably Eliza and Her Monsters was the first one that we read, because you read it and then yes. you were just like, read it, read it, read yes. it, read it, read it. Read it. And it, is, it, it remained the whole year my absolute favourite book of last year, my absolute number one. I can still remember vividly mm. the feelings that I got from reading that book and that yeah. sounds really it almost feels like the experience happened to me yeah every time I think about it I just want to cry a little bit yeah like tearing up just just thinking about it now and it's I read when did I read that like February March or something? yeah I did it in about April so yeah no. and it's just the last two years or three years consistently my favourite like my favourite favourite book of the year has been read in the first couple of months so just looking at you bookcase big expectations come on now yep and then the other one that we both have is A Curse So Dark and Lonely Bridget Kamara another one that you got me onto yes well I got, I got you onto the author you yeah. were the one who read this first and then was like fee 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 and I was like I know I know I'm trying I'm real I do her and then I managed to get approved for it on that galley and just inhaled it. it it's perfect. It's it's, it's so pure good. perfection. And that I, book. I don't even like Beauty and the Beast that much, like at all. It's not a favourite of mine. And now I'm just like, it can be done really fucking well. Oh, Who knew? God. The way that she did it is just brilliant. Like I love the character. Obviously, she is so good at characters. Oh, yes. But just like the way just the character traits and the things mm-hmm. that she gives them mm-hmm. and. The way the story, you just you feel like you're there, like yeah. Like, it was it so naturally unfolded. There was no info dumping of here's yeah. all the places in this fantasy land that make no sense. There was none of that. It was as if you were there alongside them, learning yeah. about this whole thing that happened. Yeah, it was so freaking good. Yeah, so good. Definitely, if I had to have a top three, that would definitely be in there. <laughs> top <'Cause>... four for me. <laughs> just just snuck out oh. because of one of her other books. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to? run into yours then and uh yeah so um i also have things like obsidio on my list yes because it was such a great book and i loved <laughs> it so much and i cried i cried so much it was a very 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 emotional yeah ending yeah i mean it's it's not my favorite book in the series but i was just so ready for for an end you know, when you've waited yeah. so long for a book and you were just like, I just need, I just need to know. Yeah. I loved the perfect mash of, like, Illuminae and Jamina, like, being the two yeah. separate sets of characters and then there's this perfect meshing together. Of... Because it did, even though there was a lot of characters, it didn't feel like too much because we knew them all already. Exactly. Apart from, like, the newest two. But we'd heard reference to that. So it worked out really well. Yes. I think I flew through it in, like, two or three days or something like that because I lent your proof copy after you finish yeah i think so and then i have more than we can tell by bridget camara because i love it and i still haven't read <laughs> letters to the lost 
I will rectify that. <laughs> I just like how you've got letters to the lost on yours and yeah, I've got spoilers, more than we can tell yeah. on mine. Like, it's just really funny. Yeah, we've got a lot of, if not crossover, like very, 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 yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I haven't included in any of my, like, lists any of my rereads because otherwise, like, the whole Luminae series would be on there. Simon Versus would be on there. Like, Becky Chambers would be on there. I still yeah. haven't read Space Bond Fury. I'm sorry. I'm just going to get that out there because I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we will fix that this year. We will. <laughs> I, I swear we will. Also, I really, really loved We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. Also made me cry. But good, did, good cry. I did really, really love that, mm. but unfortunately it made a list. <sighs> I also have What If It's Us by Becky Abitali and Adam Sawera. I think it was a right place right time kind of book like i just needed something that was just cute but not like over the top silly not cute. like saccharine sweet yeah but... just just something really hopeful yeah yeah it was a lovely little book yeah. and i can see what lucy at the event meant when she said that becky's endings are really happy and adam's endings are really sad but this ending manages to be both a becky <laughs> and an adam ending yeah. i really liked how they did the ending actually i think it was really clever and a really good choice i also have the last namsara by Kristen cicerelli i always don't know how to say it um and i always say i wish i'd read this book sooner because you know i got a proof in 2017 but i really 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 like this series like i love the first one second one not as much but the first one is just like yes if how to train your dragon was a ya book with more blood and death <laughs> this would be it and you loved it so much i even made pins yeah what a shocker <laughs> um yes <laughs> i made i've already made pins in 2019 um well technically i made them in 20 anyway whatever i have them now and yeah my last namsara set have actually been the first pre-order set to sell out which is the the lot I've got the least amount of pins for. <laughs> I think that was um, similar to the way that the Becky Chambers, the Wayfarers, was the first. Yeah, because there's just so little out there. Absolutely. That as um, soon as something comes available. And Kristen has been, uh, Kirsten, Kristen, Kristen. I'm really sorry. I'm not sure how if I'm pronouncing that. <laughs> I, w I would say Kristen. Anyway, um, she actually Instagrammed about it when she found out, um, and has been super sweet about it. So I'm gonna send her a set um, when they're all organised and sorted. So. I have one graphic novel on my list because I didn't really include manga because I usually rate manga pretty highly anyway. Plus um, it makes more sense to like rate a whole series than yeah, an individual volume. A, a lot of them, like My Hero Academia, I'm, there's like a new, a new volume every like two months because they've sped up the um, translating and producing into English now. So it was every three months and now it's every two months. So it seems daft to be like this specific volume yeah. <laughs> because I've liked all of them. Why else would I be reading it? Anyway, so, but I did put Wires and Nerve volume one on here because I absolutely freaking loved it. It is set in the same world as um, the Lunar Chronicles. It is technically after the Lunar Chronicles. Um, so you kind of need to have read the series to read the graphic novel, Fair but enough. it was just a really nice addition to the stories and Yes, the illustration wasn't quite up my street, but I got used to it and I just really enjoyed it. And I love that series so much and I was just like, give me anything that's set in that world, I will take it. I remember when you like ordered it and you were waiting for it and you were just like, I'm so excited. Kieran bought it me for Christmas? Kieran bought me for Christmas and then he bought me the second one for my birthday, I think? I think 
think so. Because I couldn't get them through Waterstones. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and I devoured them. They were very good. Um, and then the last two on like my top ten are Poison Study by Maria V. Schneider. I rediscovered Maria V. Schneider last year and I just love her. <laughs> and she has written a sci-fi romance. Guess what you're buying? Guess what I bought earlier? Uh, guess what you bought? <laughs> because it was only published in Australia, but um, she has published an ebook version on Amazon. Uh, That's basically. You can also get a hardback version on Amazon, but I don't really want to buy it on Amazon if I can help it. But I bought the ebook because I can't get it anywhere yeah, else. That makes a lot um, of sense. So I had a set on. Um, the book depository and alert for if it came back into stock and the only reason I remember is because I got an email today going it's been 60 days we're not getting this book in and I'm like oh yeah I need to have a look into that to discover that Maria herself has done the ebook um so people elsewhere can read it uh, sorry tangent I, just, <laughs> I rediscovered her last year and I forgot how much I love her and have you read any of her books no right we need to fix that she's very good because everybody she is what you. I wanted Sarah J Maas to be I say okay. this every time. <laughs> like, I think she's better than Sarah J Maas. Okay. We shall see. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, we great, have different... Great start to the year. I'm just going to cause a fight. <laughs> no, I, I know that Sarah J Maas is very Marmite. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not one of the rabid... Oh, no, absolutely not. We, we can have a discussion about it and one of us won't kill the other one. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, it's fine. Um, and lastly, I'm just going to mention Radio Silence by Alice Oseman because I was genuinely so surprised by oh, Radio yeah, Silence. I remember when you read that and you were like, I did not expect to love this. No, I did not expect to love it at all. And then I was like, what? This is like <laughs> me on every level. What is this? Um, it was great. Yeah, I think Radio Silence is my favourite. Yeah, it's, it's my favourite as well. What were your faves? So, apart from the two that we obviously shared, mm -hmm. um, I sort of cheated because I read all three of the Illuminae Files books this year. I am lumping them as one. <laughs> so, The Illuminae Files by Amy Kaufman and Jay Christophe. Definitely up there. I'm so glad that you finally, <laughs> finally convinced me to read them because. And now you're you're, more, you're probably even more excited than me for Aurora, Aurora Rising. I am so. now that I have the proof. I know. I'm just gonna sit at my door every day and be like, please. <laughs> um, then I also another one that's been out for a while that I just read this year, late to the party, absolutely loved is Simon versus the Homo Sapiens. Yeah. Gender. I just it's a warm fuzzy cozy it's just book a full of happy just it's just a great read like yeah it doesn't try too hard to be anything it's not it just goes i am a book that you will enjoy yeah and it's great i have yet to see somebody say that it's like this book i'm sure that there are people out there i've only come across but... one person i think on twitter i can't even remember who who didn't like it but they didn't like loathe it they just were like me it's all right so yeah, that just shows how great it is. Obviously, Record of a Spaceborn Few by Becky Chambers had to be on here. The third book in the Wayfarers trilogy. And it's it's a Becky Chambers book. It just pulls you into the world. and It's that it's that book there underneath uh, Angie Thomas. I have pulled uh, it out to try and read it once <laughs> and then just got distracted by life. Oh, but it's... It's, it's it's you can't really describe it as anything more than a Becky Chambers book mm. because if you've read a Becky Chambers book, 
you'll know what yes. that means and yes. how it feels like you're sort of going back to a family in a way and yes it's just so lovely the exact opposite of okay by laura stephen simply because i have not read a book that made me laugh so much in ages yeah like there laugh out loud yeah there isn't a lot of funny ya like yeah. a few years ago like when we first started books and there was quite a lot it was like the main teen thing was funny books. yeah i remember that. and i kind of miss them because they were really good to recommend yeah. as well as just generally for a good read yeah so that had to make it on there um and i also think it sort of discusses some really important issues oh yeah absolutely. um facing young women today mm-hmm. so ticked all the boxes for me next is less to lost by bridget camara we touched have, on it i yeah. won't go too much <laughs> into it but it's just so i will sad. read it oh you'll I love it you'll worry. absolutely love it um children of blood and bone by tomi adiemi um because that book tore my heart into little pieces at the end and i enjoyed every second of it so i can still see it on my tbr because i started reading it and then i never finished it 2018 was the year of i started a lot of books and then went i'm not in the mood for this and put it down um not necessarily a bad thing but i think it was a good thing for me to recognize that i wasn't in the right place to read that book i if that makes sense. think that that has helped you read more this yeah. year because you've been a bit more rather than like trying to power on exactly i've been like do i want to read this right now everyone else is reading it but i don't really want to read it i'll leave it till later i'll try again that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. the priory of the orange tree by samantha shannon was Soon. oh my god i how do i describe <laughs> this book other than absolutely everything just everything just, it's just everything oh my god guys you need to pre-order it i have my hard hardback oh. copy on pre-order especially pre-order because there was a problem with the u.s kindle pre-orders and they had yes. to cancel all of them so please if you haven't pre-ordered priory go and pre-order it a kindle version a hardback version whatever trust do it. me you will not regret it i haven't I... read it yet but this one's been going on at me about it so long you that... know what you were saying um, about last time sarah and mm. like how to train your dragon but yeah if it was ya now kind of add the deeper level of mythology from all around the world and i already uh... want the book <laughs> You know I do, you don't need to sell me on it. <laughs> it's so good. I've pre-ordered myself a hard copy even though I've already got proof because I know she has changed a few things plus maps. maps. I really need the maps. maps. There was no maps in my proof copy and I am the loser that constantly refers oh, no, back map. to maps. So I need it just mm. for the maps. One of the reasons I like Garth's books is they usually have a map in them. Yes. Did your paperback have a map in it? Yes. Ah, there you go. Yeah. And then... Finally, Kingdom of Ash by Sarah J Maas, because it was the final book in the Throne of Glass series, and I kind of like mourned the death of the series, but at the same <laughs> time, die. I enjoyed <laughs> the last the, book. Yeah. It kept it; she kept the pace up. It wasn't like, oh, this is the last book, loads of filler. It was just go, 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 and I loved it. It was a brilliant end to the series, even if I am sad that I honestly, end. I honestly never thought the series would end. I just thought it would keep going. You know, one of those things that just <laughs> keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. I shan't mention who I'm thinking of. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, I think at least she seemed to have wrapped it up in a way that most people seemed happy with, so... Yeah, obviously there's always going to be someone that's unhappy that X well, person didn't make it to the end of the book or true. what have you, but I think 
she did a really good job in yeah. ending the series. She didn't like pander to everyone. No. And also, if you're writing a fantasy series, you're gonna kill off quite a few people, and people are gonna oh hate God, you for yeah. it. Like I so... have that V. Schwab. There is a character she kills off that I will never forgive her for, but I still love her. <laughs> I still love her. So those are my top ten. What are your couple of honourable mentions? So going back to Garth Nix, I could <laughs> not include him in some way. I have Golden Hand down as one of my honourable mentions. It wasn't as good as like the original Porson trilogy, like that is the core. But it was just really nice to be back in that world and to just have the characters. I did listen to it as an audiobook, um, which was a bit weird because it's not Tim Curry who narrates it. So no. I was like, this is not my Sabria. <laughs> but um, no, I, I still enjoyed it regardless. Like it was just really nice to just be back with the characters and I, I do miss them and Sabriel is my comfort read. So yeah, it was just really lovely. Um, I also have Every Heart a Doorway by Seanan Maguire, which again, I listened to as an audio last year, just on a whim because it was only like four hours long or something. And I proceeded to then listen to all the other books that yeah. were on there as audio by the same author um really really good short read that was just a really interesting different take on like fairy tales and fantasy with a bit of contemporary it was it's all these yeah. things it's really interesting it still sound really really interesting. i honestly think it was something you would really enjoy especially with the whole fairy tale thing mm. i'm really yeah. digging the whole yeah. fairy tale thing and you would probably time. inhale it in two minutes flat because it's only like 300 pages if that it, no i think it's actually like 200 um gotta love a good quick read oh yes and then my last one for my honorable mentions is ramona blue by julie murphy which i actually read for book club i which... bought it now finally after good. all you guys raving good. about it i bought yes. it a couple of weeks ago so our friend sarah and sophie run a book club which i've managed to go to the last few are you going to come to january's because it's about a long way to the small and planet yes. I am excited for this. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, again, Ramona Blue, I listened to as an audiobook. Most of my, to actually, all my top ten, no, all my top ten were physical books. I've just oh, realised. Wow. And my three honourable mentions were all audiobooks. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> it's almost like you planned it. I didn't. <laughs> but maybe. Um, uh, yeah, I listened to Ramona Blue um, in the car for a weekend while I was away with my family. And there was just something about Ramona her relationship with her sister her relationship with her parents like there was just something so realistic and the portrayal of, of figuring out who you are be that you know your sexuality your identity just all parts of you it was just really really good yeah really really good i think because i've read dumpling mm. which is the only julie murphy i've read but i think she is kind of similar to bridget kamara in the way that she is really good at characters yeah i really I, need to read dumpling yeah if you need to borrow it just i have a copy somewhere ah. i think I, if you I can't had, find no, it no i had a copy it might still be downstairs but i thought i rescued it from the uh pile of things to go it's somewhere in my house it's, it's around it's around there are books everywhere um so what are your honorable mentions my first one was this is going to hurt by adam k which was also my first book i read this year fun fact fun fact um <laughs> it's honestly one of the most brutal laugh out loud non-fiction books ever um obviously i've been a fan of adam k way back when way they back were the amateur transplants so finding out that he's he wrote the diary and published the book i just had to pick it up and read it and it 
was didn't disappoint it was so so good then pages and co uh tilly and the book wanderers by ada james oh, yeah. which is just this most adorable middle grade book that i wish was published when i was a kid because it would have been my favorite book without a doubt i don't think i read any middle grade last year oh that's not like you <laughs> i'm just i'm just thinking like because I'm most, because 90% of my books are now stuff I'm buying myself. It's predominantly YA and I'm buying a lot less. And most of the middle grade I used to read, I got sent. That is true. So, but I'm not yeah. particularly missing it. Yeah, whereas my middle grade mm. sort of intake has increased. Yeah. So. But like, I've got Cressida Cowell and I still got Rick Reardon. I'm behind on three oh God, yeah. volumes of Rick Reardon because that's all unread stuff. Eek. anyway sorry i just i'm like really really distracted like shiny things today i'm just like oh yes Ugh. i see i'm still half asleep so. <laughs> yay we're a great pair today i think my last one mon- honorable mention <laughs> words um is rosie loves jack by mel darbon which i read because lois yes. said it was amazing and i read it and i finished the book and then i just hooked it Oh, literally it is on book. my list of ones to check out at some point it is such a special little book it's when is so it out full now apart. yes yeah, yeah it's out it, yeah um it's a quick it read out. as well probably about 230 ish pages well um, i mean we're going to town on friday we are <laughs> um i tried really hard to try and think of the words to just say like how this book made me feel with the warm fuzzies and the hugging it and everything and I just can't but just read that book because it's about a girl with Down syndrome who is quite independent and she just goes to try and find her boyfriend and it's beautiful. So yes, Aww, so those are my... You're going to have to read it. So. I will. I will pick, I'll pick it up on Friday. So yeah, those are my top 10 slash honourable mentions. Yeah. So, um, our next episode, we're going to be talking about all the books that we are excited for in 2019. Yes. It's like my favourite episode to record. Yes. Is the it was really hard to like keep it down to <laughs> a certain number. I actually really struggled, but I think that's because a lot of authors have like books announced, but then not got titles or dates or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, there were a few that um, I came up with that was just like, there's no title for this, so yeah. I don't want to yeah put it in but but there's a lot of interesting stuff so stay tuned for that so those were our favorite books of 2018 do let us know what your favorite books of 2018 oh yes please do i'm sure we'll be tweeting about it and everything as well and we will speak to you all again very very soon Bye. bye if you like what we do please consider following us or sharing with your friends we love to hear from our listeners and you can get in touch with us in a variety of ways you can find us at Two Booksellers on Twitter, A Tale of Two Booksellers on Instagram, or you can email us at taleoftwobooksellers at gmail.com. Thanks, Thanks so, so much, much for listening. listening.